You sure looking crafty. You could make a raft out of pencils and foam. You sure looking happy. Hello there. Hello. Hello. Why do we do that every time? It's I can't. I can't stop help myself. it. It's like every time. I think I've already said this before in the show, but you anytime have. I'm in another country. No, not this one. Oh. Every time I'm, <laughs> you were just like, yes, bitch, you have. No, I, no, I haven't. Um, anytime I'm in another country, specifically within Asia, I say bye bye. Like I don't ever say <laughs> bye bye, but because all the shop people do, everyone's like, okay, thank you, bye bye. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, bye bye. Like I can't stop. <laughs> it's such a mimicking chameleon thing. I think. Yeah, well, I think I told you that one time that I was sitting in my lab when I was a graduate student, and I we had been to Wisconsin for a trip, like to visit, you know, for a trip. And mm-hmm. I got back to Iowa, and I looked at my credit card statement, and um, Bonnie's Lakeside had charged my credit card twice for the same thing. Uh... So I called them from the lab, and I mm-hmm. said, well, um, <laughs> they answered the phone, Hello, Bonnie's Lakeside. <laughs> the sound of our people. <laughs> you never knew what those O's came so strong. <laughs> so immediately I said, you know, I explained the situation by the end of the phone call. And the phone call was like 60 seconds tops. I was like, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. And everybody in the lab was just like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I can't help it. I just start mimicking the noise that I hear. Oh, God, I can't. I can't stop. I can't stop. It yeah. sucks. Like, I'll listen to a voicemail from our Aunt Lori, and then someone will be like, what's, oh, is everything okay? I was like, oh, she's fine. <laughs> like, I just, I respond in the dialect of our people. Well, and I, I recently got myself in a little bit of trouble because I, I know I'm super late to the party. We had this conversation. I watched Making a Murderer like years after everybody else watched it. And if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to ruin anything for you by telling you this. It takes place in Wisconsin. And (laughs) it's the, the, oh, the accents are so strong. They're so strong. And you They're hear so strong. And the and lawyers sorry, try sorry. really hard not to mimic the voices of the people that they're talking to, but it's really hard. It cannot be avoided. No. It cannot be. Also, um, the reason I'm really disappointed in Island not watching to make a murderer, or was it making of a murderer? I can't remember what it's called, but the reason I'm disappointed in you is that everyone from Wisconsin, and I mean everyone. everyone watched it to make sure that their family wasn't in it. Yep. And that's correct. <laughs> so I was like, I would have told you if someone in our family was in it. I would have told you by now. However, I'm a little disappointed that you got to this research so late. Someone else could have died. It's <laughs> like, true. <laughs> way to be on top of things, I know. Dr. My, Williams. <laughs> exactly. My, my um, contribution as a citizen and, you know, a lookout in my community, I was not on top of my game and no and no, i i would no. apologize except that it turns out my family was not involved okay no not no. at all i mean we are we're real close mm-hmm. but not by crime by just location just location <laughs> um wow hi welcome to the stitchcraft podcast <laughs> you may have already gathered i'm island i'm miranda and we don't have linear thoughts. <laughs> um, it's been a while. 
we mm-hmm. haven't recorded in a bit. That's because April 2021 was a garbage month in what mm-hmm. I hope doesn't turn out to be a garbage year. But wow, <laughs> April 2021, I'm glad it's fuck. gone and dead. Fuck that fuck month. You. <laughs> fuck that month. The worst. Not okay. The worst. It's not okay. Um, speaking of uh, fuck this month, what's in your class? What's oh, your class? yes. So this actually, this is the thing that makes me very happy. I am having a version of a bee's knees. So mm-hmm. uh, bee's knees, apparently, I just learned this the other day, um, is a cocktail from the 30s, I want to say. And it's gin and lemon and honey syrup. And the idea was essentially that you had the honey syrup instead of regular simple syrup because the honey has a stronger flavor to cover up, cover up the shitty gin that they were serving you, the bathtub gin. Um, so, but separate from all of that, Bee's Knees is delicious. Uh, this time, instead of having honey syrup, I made a homemade simple syrup that was inspired by a, an Instagram account that we have discussed on this podcast before, Black Forager. And if you have not followed Black Forager, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Uh, she is delightful. Someone she, give her a goddamn show. Seriously. Oh. <laughs> um, she lives in Cincinnati, I think, but or Cleveland. She lives in Ohio. I know that for sure. And <laughs> so, yeah. And Ohio is kind of a garbage state. So who really cares where in the state she is? You know, <laughs> she should probably get out of there, unless unless the state of Ohio bring her down with it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, all the stuff that she posts tends to be stuff that I could forage for because a lot of the, um, plants are going to be very similar between where she lives and where I live. And so she posted a video about making violet syrup. And if you make violet syrup with, uh, English violets, you'll get the flavor that most people associate with violets, which is like floral and sweet. The violets that you tend to find um, that are sort of naturalized to the environment in the Midwest don't have any scent, um, but they're beautiful and they are safe to eat. So the flowers are edible. Um, and what she did was to take the flowers and made a simple syrup from those. And if you make the simple syrup in a careful way, what you will end up with is a violet colored syrup which I have, which is beautiful. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. And if you make it with distilled water, this is a really important thing. On her Instagram account, she says make it with filtered water. I did that, but in Iowa, the filtered water is still just a little bit basic. Like it's not a neutral pH. It's like 7.4 instead of 7.0. If you start off with a basic solution, you can um, oxidize the pigment in the violets and then it turns yellow and it tastes just fine, but it doesn't look beautiful. And it also gets rid of the most exciting thing about the violet syrup, which is that it is pH sensitive. So when you mix the purple syrup with something that's neutral, it'll stay purple. So you could make like a beautiful, you know, springy, um, like seltzer water. It'd be lovely. Um, with a bee's knees because of the lemon juice, it turns pink. Ta-da. Which is so fun! Um, <laughs> nerd alert. Nerd alert! And then if you make it just a little bit basic, which you typically wouldn't do, but you could do if your water, again, was just a little bit off, um, it'll turn, like, blue-green. 
which is super pretty. And if you just want to like have a little fun little chemistry moment at home, if you want to make it extra blue green, you just take out like baking um, soda and mix ah. the simple syrup with baking soda and you will get like the br- this very bright, vivid blue green. I do not re- recommend consuming that. Oh, um, no. The, it'll be good for. it'll be good for um it's basically the basis of alka seltzer so like if you have too much stomach acid like you could do that but it'll taste nasty so don't recommend that um but for chemistry purposes and we'll post a picture um on the instagram post is very cute and for nerds like me so much fun um <laughs> yeah so the violet syrup like i mentioned is um not uh, scented because I just use like <laughs> I literally went out in my front yard while the guy who mows my lawn was out mowing <laughs> and he was like what are you doing <laughs> and I was like oh I'm picking he's all like the- I'm here yeah he's like I'm here to help <laughs> yeah he's like you don't need to do this and I was like no no I'm making simple syrup and he's like okay lady whatever you could tell that he thought I was like bananas because he's to him those violets are they're everywhere and they're not particularly like you don't, you can't do anything with them, you know. Like they don't have a scent, they don't last if you pick them, you know. So, uh, and they're like in everybody's yards, and so for people who want like a green grass yard, these are like dandelions, like they're in your way. Um, I have to disagree, but anyhow, um, what was I saying? Oh, it doesn't taste. It doesn't have that floral sweetness. It actually tastes very much like fresh cut grass or it smells like that chlorophyll yeah um which actually i really like in a drink um oh good it has like a distinctly grassy note yeah and so because i like gin and gin has a lot of those types of botanicals in it it actually is super Mm -hmm. nice um but if you were looking for something that was floral this ain't gonna be it Uh, interesting yeah so i mixed my bee's knees with um hendrix Midsummer, it was like a limited edition Hendrix that they did that's very floral. Um, it's actually kind of a lot on its own because there's very little about it that's vegetal or herbal. It's just like floral, like everywhere. But you mix that with something that's a little grassy and something that's tart like lemon juice. And it's pretty good. Nice. So I love that you've like, you figured out your flavor profiles to make that work. Mm-hmm. And it is really pretty. Like, that is like a fancy cocktail. If I saw that at a bar, I'd be like, what is that? Like, it's like, you know, whenever whenever you see people get fajitas, everyone else in the fucking restaurant gets fajitas. It's like a common problem, according to servers. <laughs> but if you saw your drink, I'd be like, oh, what is that? And, like, everyone's like, god damn it, it's the violet syrup thing again. Mm-hmm. It's a limited time only. <laughs> yes. But it makes your drink like this delicate pink, which feels very springy. Mm-hmm. You're so excited. I know no one can see your face, but you're so excited, so fucking pumped. That so you foraged and in your yard, in my own and yard. Made this, that's. I was like, look at you. I know. Look at you. I was so pumped about it that actually I took half of it and gave it to my friend Hans, who gave me the gin in the first place for my birthday last year, because. Every time that Hans gets something cool from his garden, he gives me a little bit of it. Like, he and his wife and his daughter will make a little thing. And so last year they made rhubarb simple syrup and gave me rhubarb simple syrup, which is also very pretty. And uh, they gave me honey syrup from their bees last year. So I had to give him something. Like, the one thing I've made. (laughs) This is a good friend. This is a good friend. Yes. 
Oh, so that's what I'm lovely. having. All right. What about you? Um, I am having, and I actually haven't even opened this yet. I don't know why it's taking so long. Maybe it's because my dog is chewing a really loud bone in the background. <laughs> Tubes. Thank you, um, So I am having a limited release from Sociable Cider Works called Tandem Tap, and it is cider brewed with pineapples. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm a, I am a sucker for all fruity beers. I think we've talked about this before, but I'm like, is there berries in it? Is there a pineapple? Is it, is it got an orange in it? Like, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Like, I am just, I want I want a fruity beer. I have no shame in this. But um, this is a cider, and I, I'm a big fan of ciders, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, hence, I'd be buying this pineapple flavor. But I've been really on a big pineapple kick recently. I probably get a pineapple every week, oh. like in my house, mm-hmm. and eat that for my main fruits kind of thing. It's definitely not in season. It's definitely not from Minnesota. (laughs) It's probably terrible for the environment, but here we are. (laughs) So anyways, I am a fan. It's not a, it's not a good thing, but I am in my current kick of that. Just cause like, I don't know, you can get a pineapple over the winter, but it's expensive. Mm -hmm. And right now it is their time. So Mm -hmm. I'm digging it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of it. Delightful. As simple as that, but it's, uh, it's in my neighborhood, this, uh, the cidery, I guess, would you say cidery? Yeah. Cider works, whatever. Um, so yeah, they're in Northeast Minneapolis, so. I don't think we went there. We haven't, and I don't go there actually ever. I haven't. I keep trying to, and it is so goddamn popular that I can never, I could never get a place to sit inside, and now with COVID, I'm like, well, I hope I can be outside. (laughs) Like, it's just, uh, it's a pretty known hot spot. I guess. Yeah. Well, so, we'll try. Maybe I can make, this is the one thing that's good about COVID was that this whole uh, reservation system for seating and stuff like that has actually made my life a little less stressful because mm-hmm. I'm an anxious person when it comes to going to popular places on weekends yeah. or, you know, and it uh, can be a drag. It can be a super drag. So I'm, I'm very much into this, like, oh, I made a reservation for 90 minutes and I could be here. And then usually they let you stay because someone doesn't show up. But right. it's still, it's good. It's nice to have a time limit too, because I am, I am unable to monitor my time. Oh after my! Minutes. I, I don't. I don't think I've told you about this, but I'm so bad at hanging out with friends now. I'm so out of practice that I went to go meet up with somebody at um, Big Grove, which I've talked about like five bajillion times. Big Grove has a huge outdoor seating area. It's massive. And so she and I met up and uh, we were sitting out the furthest away that we could get (laughs) Um, because it also has, they also have fire pits and people tend to congregate around the fire pits. So we were trying to get away from the fire pits too. So we're sitting way the hell out at a picnic table and we don't have any service. Like they don't come find you. You have to go up to get drinks. So in my mind, that was how I was going to measure time, is that I was going to finish a beer, go get another beer, and that by the time I was done with two beers, that would be like a normal hangout time, and it would be time to wrap it up. I wouldn't be drunk, and I wouldn't have sat out for too long in the sun. When I tell you I was out there for four hours. <laughs> I Crispy. Oh, my God. It was it. The, it was it. Uh, I was going to say mile marker. Might as well have been. Three and a half hours when I was like, oh, shit. 
I should have reapplied my sunscreen an hour and a half ago. Oh, so I God. put it on. I got home and girl, my scalp was oh, like no. a lobster. Pat was like, oh, Pat was like, no. oh, you had fun. And I was like, huh. I'm, I'm so out of practice at hanging out with people. I was so glad. I was having so much fun sitting there talking to somebody. And we weren't even there for fun. We were there to talk about a grant that we were going to do together. Oh, no. But it was so... <laughs> and, of course, we didn't only talk about science, right? We talked about a lot of other stuff as well. Of course. But, like, the fact that two beers lasted me four hours because I totally lost track of time because I was so thrilled to be with another human being. And I tell you, like, my skin was peeling two or oh, three days gosh. later. This oh, is in my gosh. May. It was so bad. Island. So bad. <laughs> I will admit that now that I've been doing a couple activities outside, like going on dates or hanging out with my friends and stuff, I now just have my sunscreen and I put my, I have like the spray sunscreen. Mm-hmm. I now keep it next to my hairspray and I go, because I, yeah. you know what? We're fine haired people. We're fine haired people. Like you have a lot more hair than I do. Not but... enough to prevent that. <laughs> <laughs> And also, like, for me, it's just, oh, I, there's just, I'm outside every single day, so I need to, like, just get my shit right, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm trying to just be a little bit more mindful of it. Well, and yeah, let this be a lesson to everybody else, you know, as somebody who thinks about these things, you are much less likely to remember to cover your scalp, right? Like, there's this huge um, public health uh, thing that women's magazines were doing, um, in the 90s and 2000s, like wear sunblock, wear sunblock, wear sunblock, don't go to tanning beds, don't go to tanning beds. Nobody wants cancer. And that's still true, but we haven't really spent as much time talking about covering your scalp. And so if hats aren't super fashionable, or if you, like me, have a gigantic melon and hats don't fit you very well, (laughs) um, people forget to do that. And you can still get, you know, basal cell carcinomas on your scalp as well as you can get them anyplace else. So, you know, let yeah. me be the terrible warning to you all. Wear a hat or do like Miranda and make the sunscreen something that is like so easy for you to remember that it's just not an issue. Out of curiosity, what spray sunscreen yeah. do you use? I use a Neutrogena. Um, I think that's the, I want to say it's either 75 plus, which is kind of, Mm, it's a, I kind of don't believe it's real. It's not but, really, and, no. Because they also offer one that's 100, and I'm like, mm, that's impossible. Um, but I use just, I think it's like, yeah, the Neutrogena, like, um, I'm trying to remember the exact, it's a blue can, but uh, it is like a soft touch. It's not greasy. Ah, that's it. So that's what makes it super easy. It's in my hair right now. And you can't tell. It doesn't look like, greasy at all. Yeah. It's just something that I'm like, Seh. We're done. I'm gonna so. I'm gonna start doing that. That is that is super smart, and that will just make my life so much easier. Well, and like I normally use different types of sunscreens depending on like how long I'm gonna be out mm-hmm. or what I'm doing, because like you need ones that manage sweat better than others. And I'm a sweaty girl. Sorry, gang. And um, sorry to ruin the the, the mystery <laughs> and the, the illusion of how put together I am. But like this is one where I got so tired of putting like regular lotion sunscreen on my scalp and it would just like make it greasy or I wouldn't rub it in. It was like white and that made me look like a bird shit in my head or something yeah, if yeah. I didn't get it right. I was like, just buy the one expensive spray bottle that you know is nice and just use that. <laughs> like, so I'm just trying to keep it 
keep it around. Yeah. So just to, we're all going to be outside a lot more anyway. Oh so, my gosh. Yes, a, absolutely. And just to get extra nerdy for a second about why Miranda and I are like turning our noses up at the idea of SPF 75 plus, there is no chemical sunscreen that you don't have to reapply after two hours. So sun protection factor is meant to imply that um, it will protect you and keep you from getting burnt some factor longer than if you had no protection. If you go with anything that's like 35 or 40 plus, it's all pretty much the same because it will need to be reapplied in two hours. Whereas if you got SPF 2 or 4 or 10, you would have to reapply it sooner than two hours. Thank you. And anything, it, it's, it's not that like getting 100 plus is bad for you. The great thing about that is just it means that you're definitely protected for that two hours. Like for that two hours, you are set. Solid. You are solid. But I think that people, if it's not a one and done. No. Like you have to really be cognizant of like adding it on. And then I think that some of them are just a little bit of, there's really no difference between 70 and 100 mm -hmm. other than marketing. Yep. And that's where I'm kind of like, if you hit 60, 70, you're going to be all right. Yeah. But, but it's amazing, like Neutrogena and all these other places, and not, not all these other places, but all these other manufacturers, not just Neutrogena, um, they charge like $2. It's like Apple pricing. Yeah. Apple like storage pricing. Like it's 2 to $3 more per level of coverage. But there really isn't that big of a difference. No. After se like 70 and 100 is the same. Yep. Sorry. Um, the more well. you know. <laughs> Nerd alert. <laughs> well, so when you're working with the Pale Force. <laughs> yes, exactly. You are working with the Pale Force, indeed. Uh, but also, I think there was something I saw the other day that I was really excited about. Um, and I'll find it um, online and try to post it with it. But um, there's now um, Black Girl Sunscreens. I have and it. You do? I do. Oh, how is it? It's good. Yeah. Okay. But it is, it is um, a cream, though. Got it. But it doesn't show up looking white and pasty. Nope. Right? Amazing. I just feel like this was something that was needed for an extremely long time because, yes, people of all skin tones can burn, not just white folks. So um, and it may not be the biggest problem for other people, but it is definitely something that if you're cautious that finally you have an option that doesn't make it look gross on you yeah it's awesome yeah yeah I bought um black girl sunscreen from target and it's you know it's not as big an issue for me as somebody who is dark-skinned where many 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 sunscreens might look bad on them but there are sunscreens that look bad on me where like it's got a it's so white casted that it actually looks purple-ish like, it just looks oh, like the no. wrong color of skin because my skin is a little bit yellow-toned. So when you put the kind of purple-toned thing on top of it, it looks like I have white, crusty stuff on my skin. So there are several sunscreens that I tried. I was trying really hard to do mineral sunscreens because they, they're not reef-toxic and all that. Um, right. But I forgot about that. Yeah. all of them dry my skin out really badly so it actually, like, peels and... They are very white casted, so they look really bad on me. So yeah, Black Girl Sunscreen looks great. It is, as best we know, reef safe. It does not have any of the um, any of the um, sun blocking agents in it that are known to be toxic to coral reefs. So that's good. 
That is. Well, and then also the thing that I'm so thrilled has happened in our generation is rash guards have become a more and more popular trend of people going, I want to be outside and I don't want to have to cover my child in sunscreen or it's near impossible or I know I'm going to be outside for so long I can't be on top of this or I'm by myself and no one can help me apply sunscreen. So I'm kind of thrilled that rash guards have become a very normal thing now. Yeah. It's very cool. Indeed. Um, sorry, I just went a little hard on that, but, uh... <laughs> it's serious. Not having cancer is serious. <laughs> well, you and I don't have kids, so we got no one else to take care of us, so, you know... I gotta keep I this got... shit tight as long as I can. <laughs> I want all original parts yep. as long as possible, yep. and that also means that I don't need no man, I don't need no help situation. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh, so... Where, let's go to our next topic. I'm kind of like a little slow today. I haven't drank at anything today until right now. So I'm kind of like, whoa. I've had way too, I had way too much fun on Friday and Saturday doing dumb shit. So <laughs> my poor body's like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, god damn it. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a little slow today. But let's talk about your works in progress. All right. Well, um. I made the violet syrup. I actually made it the not good way first where I turned it yellow. So I made that twice because <laughs> the second time as, And as a scientist, she was like, aha, fooled me once. <laughs> Filtered fooled water. Twice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so I made that. Um, and yeah, I've been doing more uh, cooking lately. Um, I think because farmer's market is back, produce is back that's more like there's more versatility in the produce. So I'm not cooking like huge amounts, but more than I had been. So I made, um, a tikka masala sauce that I was about to say was vegan. It's not, um, but it is vegetable based. So, uh, what is the name of the person? I'll, I'll find it. Um, but there is a, uh, website called Spice Cravings. That's what it is, Spice Cravings. And she has a recipe for a tikka masala that doesn't have yogurt or cream in it, but instead has cashews. And you make like a cashew cream. And that's the thing that makes it creamy. And I did that because um, I like the idea of being more plant-based from an environmental perspective. I like the idea of being more plant-based because if I can not have something that has a bunch of lactose in it, that's probably better for everybody around me. Um, it's a little more polite. Um, and I like the idea of just making something that I feel tastes really good, that I can have whatever I want to have. Um, so I made her tikka masala recipe with um, cashews instead of dairy. Um, but the reason I say it's not vegan is because I added honey at the end instead of agave syrup to like balance out all the flavors so it's not technically vegan um but that that recipe and i'll put the link in the show notes that recipe is so good it is nice. so good and it takes 30 minutes to make it on the stovetop so start start to finish start to with finish. cashews yep that's amazing you need an, that's actually really you need amazing. an immersion blender to make that time work if you don't have an immersion blender and you just have a regular blender, then it takes a little longer. So you have to let it cool down before you put it in the blender to blend it up. Yeah. Um, but still, it's very, it's very easy. So nice. 
That was delightful. I dig that. And finally, that immersion blender that I bought is going to go to use. Yes. I during the during the early days of the pandemic, I definitely impulse purchased a number of cooking implements at Target. In my panic, I think everyone else is getting toilet paper, and I was like, "But I need this immersion blender now." And um, I've used it once. So, <laughs> so glad I panic bought that. That was really good. Well, I was the- like, "I'm going to make all soups." It's in case I'm locked down. I got all these soups and nothing. Well, and it is I'm really so good stupid. for soup. It's super good for soups. Um, uh, you could still make them. Oh, I'm aware. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> oh, you know what I bet it's I'm really good to. for is um, cold soups. Like I know, it's like gazpacho. Vichyssoise like, and gazpacho, yeah. Um, but regardless. Fruit soups? I will. Fruit soups? It's a thing. That sounds so wrong. I know it sounds wrong, but it is really. Good. I don't. I don't want to. Okay. And then, oh no, no, it's not that I don't want to know. I'm just like now we're going down the rabbit hole we of other things. It's true. What is your other works in progress? Uh, so my other thing that I'm working on, the only thing that I'm working on, I wanted something that was going to be kind of like I could sit and just work on it and not really think all that much. So I wanted a like a sweater type deal that I could wear in the summertime. So I had to be short sleeved. And something where the pattern wasn't very complicated, but it wasn't, um, you know, uh, like boring. And so I wanted something like the teensiest amount of detail, like teensy amount of detail. <laughs> teensy. A little, a little something special. Yeah. Little, and so what I found was, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so I went through all of my pom-pom quarterlies, as you would expect, and found the uh, issue number 17, which is summer 2016. And the pattern that I almost said the recipe that I'm making, but the pattern that I'm making is... <laughs> I mean, it's still a recipe. Basically. Um, it's from spring 2016? Uh, summer 2016. Oh, okay. Cute, cute. So the pattern is called Vara, V-A-A-R-A, and it's by Sachiko Bergen. And it's basically like a plain raglan <laughs> t-shirt except that at the bottom it's got a textured hem kind of deal kind of an elongated mm-hmm. textured hem with a coattail hem kind not a coattail hem what's this shirt hem shirt, shirt tail, tail hem, hem. Yes. it's a shirt tail hem yeah um so it'll be it'll be cute so it's got that little bit of detail and i am making it in a <laughs> it's a yarn that has a really clever name the um you can't get any more Sorry about that, guys. Of course. Um, <laughs> it's called uh, Inappropriate by Drew Amborski, who's also known as the Crochet Dude. And for Ooh. a period of time, he had this company uh, where you could buy his, his hand-dyed yarns. And he had a series called Decades. And so all of the names of the yarns, the colors, the names of the colorways, were based on the, you know, whatever decade they were meant to be inspired by. And so... This one was inspired by the 80s, and it was called Hostile Takeover. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's an Enron story or something. Yes. That's insane. Oh, my so God. So it's, it's, it's a, a sort of seafoam green that almost kind of looks like it's on a, it's not on a white background. It's on a natural wool colored background. So the places where the dye is lighter is a little more, closer, more like a cream color than a pure white color. Which I like. I like actually when you showed when you held it up, and I'm, I'm sure we'll post a photo of it. 
I actually loved how strong the it's almost like you can see the marl make a bigger pattern. It almost made like a big chevron. Yeah. Like a, it was really cool. Yeah, I like how that's turning out. It's it's not pooling where you would get like a blob of color and a blob of color. It's just it's nicely spread out across it. Yeah. It almost looks like a moiré type. That's effect. what I was thinking. It was like a moiré. Yes. Yeah. Oh, which sorry people, that's like a water stained silk idea that is also. Um, so it's water stained, but also people throw it in. So it started one way, and it is moved, and it looks almost like a wood wood grain pattern. Yeah. And now that is woven into morays, so to imitate the effect. That's crazy. I need to stop laughing. I think that's what it was a water stain, if I remember mm-hmm. right. It is. It's been a while. Sorry, guys. I went to college, <laughs> but it was many, many moons ago. Many, 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 you know, the dinosaurs roamed the earth. I took a dinosaur to class. It was, it was a tough time. <laughs> I sound like my mom right now. Um, anyway. That reminds me. I have a story to tell you from mom. Oh, Lord. Hit it. All right. This is also a work in progress. This, oh, <laughs> this, this is about our father, who is the permanent work in progress. <laughs> her favorite project. Oh. <laughs> he is. He is her favorite project. Now, mind you, they have not been married for 30 years. <laughs> I think it's actually longer than that, but at least 30 years. Longer. At least 30 They've years. We've been divorced most of our lives. Yes, that is, that is correct. So... I get a call today from our mom. Our mom, it's Mother's Day here in the United States. So normally, I would call my mom, but she calls me. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know. And she called while I was supposed to be talking to my mother-in-law for Mother's Day. So my husband is out, you know, in the the main part of the house talking to his family for Mother's Day. My mom calls. I'm like, oh, okay. So I run away. I come in here. And I was like, oh, happy Mother's Day. She's like, hey. Have you talked to your dad recently? And I was like, are you honestly calling me on Mother's Day about our to dad? About, to talk about Carl. Talk about Carl. And she's like, well, he just called me, and, and I'm just wondering if you know anything about his his health status? And I was like, what? What? I was like, uh, he's, he's as healthy as he has been? I mean, his health status is not good. It hasn't been He's old. It hasn't been good the whole time I've been alive. Like I've never known a man with good a dad with good health status. Well, Island, we need to be a little more clear. There's also been like very little decline. Yeah, I would say that this is the most. His health is very stable. stable. It's stable. Is it what we want? No. But is it stable? And is everyone at that nursing home so thrilled that it is stable? Yes. They are, do- they, they are doing a great job taking care of him. They're killing Great job. I mean, not killing it. Sorry. <laughs> they are not killing it. So, oh, Lord. Okay. So, Mom asked if I know about his health status, and I was like, well, no. I mean, I tried to call him yesterday, but he literally never picks up the phone when I call him, and I just, I've gotten used to that. And she said, well, he called me. Laying down in bed, which is weird. That is weird. Very weird. Dad is always sitting up in his favorite chair, always. Always. And so he's laying he's laying down, but of course she can't see everything. She can only see his right eye. Because <laughs> he's holding he his no, phone. And he has no spatial awareness. <laughs> so he's holding the phone in such a way 
that she can only see oh. his eye and she can see his pillow so she can see he's laying down and there's a single cord <laughs> coming down and she's like carl are you okay and he sort of says <laughs> because our dad has parkinson's he doesn't speak so well so he's Got like a couple strokes yeah yeah and so she's like um did you are you're okay and he's like yeah and she's like well did you what what did something happen you had a did you have a procedure and he's like yeah and she's like well what did you what did you have and she's like trying to guess around and she thinks oh. he says the word cyst okay which he okay. has had before and he's yeah. and she's like oh did you did you have a cyst removed and he's like Mur. <laughs> Which like, I meant no, everybody. Yeah, well, or whatever. <laughs> Who knows what it meant? And so she's sitting there, like trying to bumble through and guess at what he's saying, and uh, his speech is not very clear, which it often isn't. And especially laying down. Yeah, especially laying down. And so she's like, "Well, was it on your back?" And he just goes, <laughs> "I can't even deliver it." Oh no! <laughs> Damn it! You start laughing, I start laughing. This is not a show. <laughs> no, it was my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Clear as day. Clear as day. Like she understood nothing else he said. Oh my balls! <laughs> and she was no, like, oh my balls. so loud that my husband has to come tell me that he needs me to close the door because I'm interrupting their phone call. Now, mind you, the phone call that I'm interrupting with his family is with a person who got kicked out of Applebee's for being too loud. That's how loud I'm being. I'm being louder than the person who got kicked out of Applebee's for noise. Fucking Applebee's. They accept everything. everything. Oh, but I was God. just dying. she called me she called me at three o'clock and she was like have you talked to Miranda yet and I was like no and you had better not tell her before our podcast we're gonna record <laughs> this podcast in four hours and mom was like I want to hear the cackling I want to hear it on record oh, it's on so record. so this this oh, is my mother's God. day gift to you Linda she's gonna fucking love it oh also just Wow. Wow. As a side note, everybody, when, when Island and I usually talk to our dad, Carl, he will, depending on the time of day, he'll have his uppers mm -hmm. of his dentures in. Yeah. But if he's looking, if he's holding the phone in his hand and he's looking down at it, the denture comes it's out. It's going to fall out. 
It's gonna fall out. He gets real mad, and he's usually like, and he picks it up. It just—it sounds very Yosemite Sam. It's very Yosemite Sam. But he gets so mad, and he says says every single swear word. I'm not gonna repeat it because it's not that funny as much as it's it is to us. But he then throws his dentures and then throws the phone. But then because he's got Parkinson's, he realizes that he doesn't want the phone call to end. So I I hear him get up grab his walker and shuffle over to find the phone and pick it up and the picture of his head entering the screen (laughs) every time i'm like carl when are you gonna stop throwing your phone throw your dentures i don't give a fuck like throw them stop throwing the phone because then i have to hear you go to then get the and see his surprised face that the phone is still on that i'm still there (laughs) and so he is a because Parkinson's has made him so frustrated because, you know, growing up, he didn't have those strokes yeah. in Parkinson's. And so he was very eloquent with his with his word choices. And he didn't talk a whole lot then either. No. But it was very direct, very clear. Very crisp. And he read a lot. So mm-hmm. he had a lot of vocabulary. Yep. So now that when he's like, come and get the phone, I'm like, this is the saddest thing. Like, please stop throwing your phone throw the dentures i don't care but the fact that he decided to call mom on mother's day did he even say happy mother's I don't, day that's what i need i don't know did he, you'll have to ask her oh just talking about his balls cool <laughs> well i don't think he wanted to i think he wanted to talk about something else but like oh but linda pride linda went she, she, she like, went in she went deep yeah she was like where she's like something's wrong deep, unfortunately. something's wrong <laughs> Um, wow. Wow. Oh, I'm lightheaded. Lightheaded. (laughs) Thank you. That was, you told me earlier that you had a funny story for me and I I wasn't ready. Wasn't ready for that. Um, I don't know how we're going to (laughs) recover. That is, (laughs) it's quite a lot. (laughs) Um, I mean, we can transition to, uh, what are your works in progress? (laughs) <laughs> not talking about dad's balls um, <laughs> um what are my works in progress so right now i am headed towards uh i have a line review for spring summer 2022 so it's been a little busy mm. in my life for the last three months yeah i was gonna say um, it's, been, it's been getting ready for line review for it feels like ever always it always is and i only have like two big ones per year oh okay other people have uh, four. Some, some people have like five or six. Ooh. Yeah. But I just, denim delivers a little slower. And that's fine. Yeah. But, um, and it stays on the floor longer. So that's why you don't need to re-up it so often. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of right-sizing what I'm developing. So that's been a lot of time. Um, what else? I continue to impulse purchase plants. Um, not... You know, some look really great and alive, not shown or visible, are uh, the carcasses of plants that have decided to leave this earth. <laughs> every time I buy lavender, every fucking year I buy lavender and it's already dead. Oh. I I need to stop. It's like, stop, don't touch me. Please leave me alone, Miranda. Leave me alone. Um, I almost bought it at the so farmer's you- market this week, but I held off. Um, I went for things that I thought were either sturdier or that were um, things I hadn't failed at yet. Oh, I like things that. Things that I've succeeded I at like in that. the past. 
I took a chance on two basil plants this year because I kill basil like, whoa. Mm. But this time I was like, I know they need a lot of light and I know they need a lot of water. I'm going to be on top of this. Meanwhile, I was buying cactuses too, which don't need the water. <laughs> so I was like, mm, we'll see. Um, no plant is long for this world when it's in my arms. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. So I've created a new jungle. It's been great, but I think to be minds that the uh, it's blocking her sunlight. Yes. that's usually underneath. Yeah, the table. I was gonna say There's, it's it's taking her sun. It's taking her her space to to roll around in the sun. So yeah, no, I'm just kind of working through that and then distracting myself with plants. But I'm probably gonna start. Um, and because I've just repotted a bunch of plants, I'm also gonna be doing um, the underground plant trade again mm-hmm. this summer. So I'm excited to. I've already gotten a bunch of messages from my last year's post, so I need to actually re, like, re-review and then repost my new stuff that I'm willing to share. So cool. I'm excited about that. And I love that um, I kept talking about it on Instagram, like the underground plant trade, and I couldn't believe how many of my friends actually did it. Yeah. I sent something out again about it, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, I gave this many plants when we were remodeling, and I was doing this. And I was like, oh, my friends actually did it. This is great. So it's getting bigger and stronger. So if people want to check it out, it's out there. That's awesome. Yeah. We've talked about it a bunch on here. We have. um, But it always stands to be repeated. You know, it it is awesome. I would participate if I kept anything alive long enough to give to anybody else, which I have as of yet to do. Um, But I would. (laughs) And maybe that little plant that you – so I haven't killed the little plant that you gave me in March. Yep. It's still alive. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the that, purple zebrina. Yeah, yep. that might be one that I could do. That's that's, a, that's the only plant aside from the little tiny cactus that I bought from Allison Fretheim, which I bought for the planter, let's be real. Because um, she's great. Yeah, so I have this little moon oh, phase planter. And he's not dead yeah. yet. Look at that. So that makes <laughs> one plant, two plant. Ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> and that's literally it. Because that anthurium, what? girl. I was gonna. I was like, girl, did you kill that thing? Uh, it's not dead yet, but it is trying to move on to the astral plane. Let me tell you. <laughs> it... <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you. When I first sent you the picture, and you were like, "It's supposed to be." I I put it next to my window, because. I put it in a place where I thought it would get indirect light because the, the sun never shines in an, it, it never comes in at the angle where it would have hit the plant. So I thought this is perfect. It was not perfect readers. Um, it <laughs> was not perfect and it looked like it was getting sunburnt, even though I had tried to keep it out of direct sunlight. So then I put it on a uh, coffee table that was further from the light. It did not get better. Then I put it okay. on a table, and I cut off all the yellow, <laughs> yellowing leaves, or the leaves that had, like, at least 25% Damage. yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Then I moved it to its current home, where um, leaves that previously weren't yellow started to get yellow, and the newest baby leaf yellowed as it sat in the new spot where it definitely doesn't get direct sun. You might be overwatering. I've watered it three times since you gave it to me. Oh, damn. I know. Okay. I'm doing a, I'm doing such a good job. Oh, you know what? I'm so glad you're good at saving lives. <laughs> humans. Um, humans. Humans. You're really good at humans. <laughs> um, and as I said I before, you can't, 
You can't be good at everything. The, well. the reason that I can do well with humans and pets is because they remind me that they need shit. <laughs> and when they don't like the shit that I'm providing, they're like, stop it, lady. Stop. And then I stop. I cannot learn the, the plant language. That's okay. I like to act like I know what I'm doing because everyone's like, oh my God, you have so many plants. You I was do? Like, yeah, I keep buying them. <laughs> That's what it is. It's not like, oh, I made this. Like, no. Like, <laughs> did not make any of this. I just put them in prettier pots and I happen to put them in a window. And then I find out which ones don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a friend of mine, she's a... Uh, She's, uh, she might have to take a trip for a, a little while and uh, to take care of some stuff. And so she was like, I'm trying to figure out who to give my exotic plants to that I've spent a lot of money on to like watch them for this amount of time. And I was like, uh, um, it's not me. Don't. Not me. <laughs> it's not me. And she was like, but you you have a great green thumb. I was like, Mm-mm. I buy them pre-green. <laughs> like, I buy, like, I buy them pre-approved. <laughs> I don't touch them. You know what you should do is you should tell her that you will take them up to Carl because Who would then be great? Carl has a green thumb. Our dad sure does. Our dad managed to grow birds of paradise in Three Lakes, Wisconsin. It's like the forty-fifth like, parallel. It's so far north. Oh, so far north, and the sun in the winter. You know, it sets at like three or something like that. And he, I don't know how he got birds of paradise to come back every year. Yep. And then he had other tropicals and it was all like a, people would bring him weird shit. He was like, I'll try it. And he'd do it in weird spots and the whole, I was blown away by what dad could grow. And I don't know if, I don't remember him ever covering anything in burlap. No, no it was garbage. Like the only time that he did anything was remove bigger weeds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like weeds that might get in the way of something else, but he didn't even do that much. Mm-hmm. Like, we just had a touch. Now, the, the, you know what it was? He didn't like humans, still doesn't really. But the plants <laughs> knew he was there for them. You know what? He understood their language. Mm-hmm. No words. <laughs> no words. Water, sun, touching once in a while. Yep. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, I, those are my works in progress. Uh, I'm staying alive. A plus. Hanging out with friends. That's kind of it, other than working. Womp womp. I wish I was, sorry, I'm so boring. And I know that there's like, oh gosh, a guy that I'm seeing, he found out about this podcast. Oh my. And then he mentioned a phrase. Oh no. And I was like, oh, oh God, I'm mortified. <laughs> and then he was like, no, you, he's like, you told me this phrase. And I was like, are you listening? And he's like, not yet. But he, he definitely started to follow our podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. There is too many people <laughs> that I have dated <laughs> who find out about this podcast, and I am more. It is. It's. I might as well go to the gynecologist in public. Like, it's such a deep. <laughs> it's such a deep and invasive moment that I was like, I know that we do this, and it's public, and it's on iTunes and other servers. Uh, servers, but like. But also, we're nobodies. <sighs> like, who the hell yes. is gonna go looking for us? You know. Right? Especially like when these guys are like, oh, I love true crime podcasts and all these other things. I'm like, do not listen to ours. <laughs> like, please don't. <laughs> I don't need you. I don't need you to tell me things. <laughs> I don't need you to repeat back what I said. No. <laughs> I'm here to have a good time and get drunk with you. Please don't talk to me about this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think 
it was a permanent shade of red <laughs> the moment he he was like, what's in your cup or something? And I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I've never flailed faster. <laughs> I was like a Grover near and far. Like, oh, God. <laughs> pandemic but whatever <laughs> modicum of skill i once had long gone it's gone long all gone. social graces have left the barn <laughs> they left the stables they're not coming back <laughs> mm. <sighs> i definitely was hanging out with the same person one time and i definitely had a voice modulation problem like i just kept talking and talking and i was like am i yelling and he was like yeah yeah you are <laughs> i was like sure everyone is understand like everyone feels the pain of of trying to socialize again yeah. but oh my god it was so <laughs> embarrassing i was like am i yelling you yeah you are like oh fuck <laughs> shit tell me again about my podcast so i can just shut up again thanks <laughs> um okay so that's, <laughs> that's my works in progress <laughs> delightful <laughs> so uh would you like to talk about your gold stars sure I, I, I don't have multiple. I just have one. Oh, I have one gold star, too. So look at us keeping it together instead of giving gold stars away like Oprah without <laughs> cars. Like Oprah without any prizes for the people who got them, mind you. Um, yeah, so my gold star for for this month, this season, is that my town decided to make a second pedestrian mall again. A second? Well, so uh, anybody who's ever been to Iowa City knows that there is a permanent pedestrian mall. Like, it is a, there, there's, you can't drive there. Um, and it's pretty big. It's probably, grand total, like, three city blocks. Um, and it's super fun. Last year, because of the pandemic, obviously, people were not going indoors at all. And so what they decided to do was to try to amplify the businesses that had space outside. So they started granting more businesses um, sidewalk space to have outdoor tables and things like that, which is awesome. What they decided to do also is that there is a, um, a street called Lynn Street. And Lynn Street already has a natural... Um, not natural, but like the there's a university building that blocks part of it from being continuous anyway. And so right. that street already wasn't a through street. You already couldn't get through town on Lynn Street. So what they decided to do was the part of Lynn Street that has like wild culture kombucha and um, it's very close to George's buffet, which has no buffet and never has had a buffet. Um <laughs> Bricks, wine and cheese, um, and Goose Town Cafe, a bunch of different places. They decided to take that block and turn it into a pedestrian area. So they just blocked off both ends of that street. And now it's a place that has all these picnic tables. And they had um, people from town, like, I, I can't remember who it was, but they sort of circulate who gets to paint the tables and who gets to paint the benches in Iowa City. So <clears throat> they had local folks paint the tables that are where anybody can sit 
and then there are certain tables that like belong to the restaurants you know so you could sit technically yeah. in the restaurant space or you could buy something from the restaurant and then go out to the common picnic tables and sit with folks and That's when they awesome. did it last year i thought well this is clearly a pandemic thing and as soon as they think that people can go indoors they probably won't do this again but they brought it back nice. and i would like so to is it going to be permanent i don't know i think they tried to do it a little bit in the winter but they did not invest in um, outdoor heating lamps and if you don't have heating mm. lamps here ain't nobody gonna stand up no, mm. no no nay so <laughs> they do they did the funny thing is the town invested in heating lamps and they i think like businesses could apply for them. <clears throat> and so many businesses did, like, did. There's like a juice cafe that had them. And so they had like outdoor seating all winter with heat lamps and blankets. And they provided the blankets and the heat lamps and you could sit outside. That's amazing. It was awesome. Um, but a lot of businesses didn't do that. Um, and they didn't do they didn't do the heat lamps for like tons and tons of places. So I don't know if it's just because Iowa City doesn't have that um, Nordic vibe where people are willing to bundle up to like be outdoors, which and, I really wish yeah. they did. I really wish we did that here, but it just, it is not the scene here. Um, but yeah, so I, I hope that they make it permanent. I don't know that they will, but it's like a street that nobody drives on anyway, because you can't use it to get through town. Through. So like, yeah. why not just block it off all the time? But anyway, it's blocked off for now. And that is my, my gold star is the return of outdoor places to be where you can do whatever you want you know you could bring a picnic if you wanted to you don't have to buy something from the local businesses but you could right it's awesome oh this kind of reminds me of how how easy it could be for minneapolis to continue to keep george floyd square yep. as a pedestrian space yep. it's really and i'm sure a lot of People don't know about this because it's a very specific to our city, but in Minneapolis, um, where George Floyd was murdered is now called George Floyd Square, and it has not had traffic go through it for over a year now, and it's been a protected autonomous region, essentially, like space. Mm -hmm. It's been monitored and maintained by the community, um, and there has actually... People report that there's a lot of crime, and there isn't. <laughs> it's just kind of some horseshit propaganda by the city who wants to continue to run a bus line through it. Um, and it's, it just seems like we've already managed for a year for it not to be a drivable space. And things are great there. And I know that there's some businesses who are in um, disagreement. They would like for the bus traffic to go through again. But this is one of those times I'm like... I think that your business will still be great if you allow people to continue to come here and and enjoy the space and to be able to uh, reflect. just reflect. And so, like, continue to have coffee shops there, or not just coffee shops, but um, there's, like, it's a couple, like, it's, there's a church that's there. There is Cup Foods mm -hmm. is still there. Um, but there's a part of me that's, like, I know it's hard, but it's also, like, this is a big monument. Um, and it could be even better if we knew how to develop those businesses to handle that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we could, instead of trying to open it up and move things around, I think it'd be great if they just figured out what do we got to do to make these businesses profitable? Like what can we help support? Kind yeah. Of I mean the, the pedestrian mall that's in Iowa city that is always pedestrian. Those businesses do well. Like those rents are not low. 
because people walk there. You know, people right. have gotten used to the idea that that's what you do there. So I, I imagine, like, there's ways that we can make businesses there work. It doesn't have to be about a bus. It doesn't have to be about traffic. Mm-hmm. And the big joke in town is that Kmart disrupted, like, two streets of traffic <laughs> by building a giant complex across three different streets. And they closed it off for 50 years. It's still closed off. So it's like, come on. You can do can it if you want to. If you want to. Um, well, I'm excited that the, I love that Iowa has embraced the Ped Mall, especially Iowa City, rather. Like, it is just, I think that is a wonderful place to be with your family, not worry about your kids running into the street and being stupid. Like, there's so many things that make that space wonderful. And, and enjoy, like, the few months of summer that we have, you know? So, not even just the few months of summer, but, like, in general. It's great. I love it. Um, my gold star is a little different. Um, this week I got to meet my nine-year-old pen pal. Um, I'm a part of a program called Art Buddies here in Minneapolis. It's a part of the, it's a nonprofit that partners with the Minneapolis Public Schools. Uh, and it's to help creative kids meet creative people and to, they do a lot of activities in person, but obviously with the pandemic, they had to move those a little bit more um, distanced. So this past couple months or so, they've been doing Art Buddies Pen Pals. And so it has been awesome as far as like every week I've been drawing certain photos based on, or not photos, but certain drawings and ideas based on the prompts they give us. And then my pen pal, Yaron, which is Y-E-R-R-O-N. I know that sounds, it sounds a little rough at first, but it is exactly that. Um, so Yaron would give me, um, she'd send me back the same kind of prompts in like drawings of herself and drawings of what she loves and the colors that she loves. And it was only like a five week program, but this past Thursday we got to go outside um, one of the elementary schools where they organized it. And we all got to meet our pen pals and it was super effing fun. And she was, she was a little on the shy side and she was like, this isn't my school. I'm from down the street. And I was like, oh, I get that. That's weird. So she was just being super shy. And we, we had this like assignment that we had to put a sign. There's like a sign, like all are welcome here. They're really popular here in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. And one side is like an open heart. So we could draw whatever we wanted on it. So she and I just drew flowers all throughout it. And as we were talking, we just like kind of vibed. Like we kind of was like, this is dumb and this is funny and I don't like these colors and that person's real loud. And near the end, they forced us all to take a group photo and I just whispered in her ear. I was like, I hate taking group photos. And she's like, me too. And so she and I just like, we had a moment. We were both like, let's hide in this photo. <laughs> and that's, I think oh, that's all she needed. She had very little friends there that were a part of that program. And then she wasn't from that school either. So she was just feeling really out, out place, about, yeah. like, out of place. Yeah. And so the minute I was like, I hate taking group photos. She was like, me too. Like, we, I think we were, we were there for each other in a good way. I love it. But um, it was really sweet. And Art Buddies Pen Pals, they prefer people to be in the area. But I think they're going to continue to do this program. And so even long distance pen pals can even be a part of it. Um, I know. Well, you'd imagine cute. that would be. The only thing is, I've been. Oh, I was sorry. gonna say Go you ahead. could imagine that would be really good for kids who live in communities where maybe there is it's hard to be an artist professionally, where like there just might not be that many work opportunities or something. That could be really cool. Totally. 
It was just like a, it definitely made me so anxious though to draw things again and to collage things again. And I was just like, oh my gosh, how do I draw my house quickly? Like, how do I draw lilac bushes outside my house? How do I show Tubi in my life, my dog Tubi? Like that kind of stuff. It was really, um, that really made my my brain hurt every week <laughs> trying to figure out a, a way to explain my life or what I'm doing, or what I think is interesting or how to draw again with perspective. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I do everything in illustrator. I do everything through a computer. Mm-hmm. And this one was like drawn a fresh piece of paper. And I was like, Oh God, the anxiety, is so real. <laughs> the anxiety is so real. And, but I, I managed, I did it. I'm, what did it there's surprised. like a, there's a word for that fear of the blank page. They can't so oh, German word or something? Oh my gosh, there's actually an English, like it's a... Yeah, I actually might have the book here still. So there is a, um, there is a word, they can't so paparosophobia, and I'll, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's the fear of a blank page. And it was the name for the books of poetry and prose that were published by the, um... The, the school, so uh, in Ann Arbor, they had one of those 824 programs that was started by Dave Eggers, I think. Oh. And mm-hmm. so uh, the one in Ann Arbor was the, the robot supply store. And then behind the robot supply store was the place where kids could go to take writing classes. And um, the, I forget, like the, in Chicago was the spy store but the spy, you couldn't find the spy store. You had to go for the other store that was like the, I forget what it was called now. Pat would be so disappointed in me, but um, you had to like look for the other store and then the spy store was behind that and then that's where you went to take your writing classes. So lots of different well, cities I mean, have those. That is so cool. I had no idea. So it's 824? I believe yeah. so. It, I, I, it's been so long since I thought about it. I don't remember the the name of the nonprofit, but um, I don't know if they all published their kids works under that title but the one in Ann Arbor published them under the title of that the cancer paparosophobia if I'm even pronouncing it correctly but fear of a blank page wow that is awesome (laughs) fear of the blank page um I had a joking uh conversation with a possible date in the near future about uh grid paper dot paper and then I was like when you're ready you let me know for that blank page because that's some top tier shit you know like I was like that is some like we both were just talking about like how the idea of like evolution of like our drawing and our chart making and everything like going to a blank page is very stressful (laughs) so I find that hilarious it's a fear of a blank yeah and I did just look it up amazing and that is that is the word and it is a book by students in conjunction with 826 Valencia. That was the name of it. Ah, eight. Oh, it's 826 Valencia. Yes. That's actually out of San Francisco. Yes, it is. Yep. Oh, my God. Okay. Yep. That is amazing. Sorry. I was like, I know exactly what group that is. Yeah, so That's I think right. it, it's I think it's not just the kids from Ann Arbor. I think it's every, all the kids who participate in the programs. Very cool. That is super cool. Well, this gold star took many turns, yes. but I like it. <laughs> Oh, well, 
I think that's all we got. That is everything. So thank you all for tuning in, except for you, Rando, who maybe wasn't supposed to be tuning in and listened, even (laughs) though Miranda said, don't do that. Don't do Um, that. (laughs) He knows exactly who Thank you so much for your patience (laughs) as we stumble through life and keep promising that we're going to get more regular when we won't. No. But, you know... When we're here, we're here. Yep. Same with y'all. So yeah, you can find us on Instagram as Stitchcraft Sisters. The show notes will be at stitchcraftsisters.com. And we'll see you when we see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.